Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Good morning. How you feeling? How you feeling? Coughed up something that looked like escargot this morning. Guess what today is? It is National Escargot Day. Smell! It's National Escargot Day. Mmm, time to enjoy the delicacy that is a big plate of snails. It's delicious. Escargot. It's actually good and good for you. Let's start the show. Right, Chia, it's your KC Mo Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy hump day, baby. To the KC morning hoes on the show today. Play some tunes on a hump day. Kadesh Flow on your KC morning show. Talk to him. A few weeks back, he had a show on Star Wars Day. We played that one back during our live show. And we gonna hit play again. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do, Kansas City. It's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Absolutely. We'll see ya in the morning. Straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. And the beat goes on. We're at the record bar right now. Live entertainment venue, the Truman. We are live here live at the lovely Riot Room. The Eblon Theater. It's at the historic Midland Theater on Main. At 18th and Vine. Music. That's our middle name. A beat from the Tower of Power. Now, here comes the music. It's Heartland Homegrown. On the KC Morning Show.
Too many of y'all doing the most. You've been propped up for people to consume while you both say you grasp for your clock, but I'm sweating in the trenches. Let me show you something to pay attention. When you got heart and you're consistent, put some brilliant people around you when you listen. No one's ever gonna keep you off your game because you maintain grip with the foundation of persistence. Look at the ground where the blood and sweat's mixing. I remember when I would throw my lines. Spread for pennies when my soul was a cost. Now I'm in the zone at all on my shots. And I see the way you look at me. On your KC Morning Show, the first of so many more. This man is so good at what he does. Kadesh Flow, he is a rapper, a producer, a trombonist. That's right. You heard that right. My brother, welcome to the show. Thank you, Hartzell. It's good to be on. I want origin story to keep the Star Wars Day analogy going. I need prequel era Kadesh (laughs) Flow. How did this start? Oh, gosh. It's really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a ridiculous childish thing for everything that i do professionally started very childishly i started rapping two weeks after i started playing trombone when i was 11 and the trombone thing started because i was in recorder class like the annoying faux clarinet thing in fifth grade and our band director was trying to recruit us to get us to do band and when she pulled out the trombone it sounded like fart noises. And I was like, I want to make fart noises. And that's why I started playing trombone. I promise. <laughs> Two weeks after I started playing trombone the next school year, I was on the bus and we were kind of roasting each other. And we had a parody of Say My Name by Destiny's Child. And I don't know who made this up, if they stole it from something else they heard, but somebody had it. We sung it. And the parody went, Close your mouth, close your mouth. Your breath smell like onions, sour cream and funyuns. Need to close your mouth. And we were flaming a guy with bad breath. And my friends were like, well, there's got to be a rap verse for the remix. All the R&B and pop remixes have rap songs now. And so I wrote a rap to go along with that that I am not going to quote to you because I don't remember all of it. And it was awful, as you may imagine. But that is how I started rapping to roast one of my homies about their breath. So (laughs) that's my origin story. (laughs) Yeah, we got to make that a movie, yo. I think that deserves a trilogy. It absolutely does. Kadesh, where are you from? My parents were military. I was actually born in Lonsville, Germany, but I was raised mostly in the suburbs of the Mobile, Alabama area. Not necessarily suburbs because I was raised in the woods, but uh, the closest area, big city to where I was raised is Mobile, Alabama. Technically, I grew up in Brumley slash Spanish Fort, Alabama. So how did you get to KC? KC happened because uh, so I went to the University of Alabama for undergrad and grad school, have an MBA from Alabama. My tagline used to be rapper with an MBA, <laughs> but I've gotten away from that. 
when I was finishing grad school, I actually got a job offer by Wipro, which is a pretty huge global consulting firm. And they were going to send me to Nashville, but then they decided to put me in process control for Google and Facebook, which would have been an awesome first job, but they were going to send me them to Silicon Valley where they were at the time there was a housing crisis. There still kind of is. And my recruiter got hung up on cost of living adjustment because initially he was like telling me that they were going to raise my, my starting salary based on the cost of living adjustment relative to the national average, which would have put me at a stupid starting salary for to be a 24 year old. But his superiors kind of clamped him on that. And the time period that it took for him to go back and forth with them on what that was going to look like, maybe think about whether or not I wanted to be working 60, 70 hours starting off in a consulting firm where I wouldn't have time to explore myself as a musician when I knew I needed to do that. And I knew at that point that I'd crash and burn if I didn't give myself enough time to explore myself artistically. I just really started to fully embrace myself as an artist. So I turned that job offer down and I made a list of, it was eight companies and they were either really cool companies or they were really healthy companies. And Cerner Corporation, which obviously is now Oracle, did the acquisition last year. Cerner was one of the healthy companies on the list and they were the first company I applied for. So I ended up in Kansas City because Cerner hired me. To be offered that kind of money, especially said at 24, to even still be thinking about music. I mean, I know for some folks, that's a dream that just has to go away because, yeah, you know, you got bills to pay. You got rent that's due, you know. But for you, you knew that you still had that spark. I guess my question is, at any point, did you think maybe that's it? It's time to take the off ramp and like do this adult shit, whatever that means? Yeah, plenty. So the part of the reason I, I was thinking about it heavily was because I had run away from myself as an artist multiple mm. times already. And life just kind of kept forcing me to re-embrace where I was. So the big thing that happened was I'm in grad school. I went to grad school fully off of an epiphany and I didn't process the reasoning behind it until way later. But I'm in grad school. I have to have an internship to finish at the MBA program. I had an internship with a startup startup failed and it was too late for me to get another internship at this point in the summer but i had to have something to graduate at that point in time i had started uploading stuff online like just kind of video game and anime inspired music and some of it had gone you know relatively viral it was doing some numbers i'd done a skyrim wrapped in a front page reddit and i was doing content sporadically so i basically begged grad school office to let me do a content marketing analysis project on my music and started uploading weekly YouTube videos that was just like my songs. That was the latest in a run of situations that basically have forced me to embrace what I do. You know, fast forward at this point in time, when I got that job offer, I was literally negotiating with Turner Broadcasting about money for a sync 
commission basically that they wanted me to do to relaunch Toonami in Southeast Asia. Oh, wow. And for anybody who's listening who's not familiar with Toonami, that is the action cartoon block that basically introduced Dragon Ball Z to the U.S. in the mid to late 90s. So it basically was one of the first things that really popularized anime in the United States. So Toonami was relaunching. They had relaunched in the U.S. and they were about to relaunch in Southeast Asia. And I did some of the music for that relaunch. So I'm looking at this, you know, potentially six-figure <laughs> consulting job, and I'm also being hired to do stuff that child me was, you know, freaking out about, like, at the exact same time. Every time I push ahead, my head was fighting So it was kind of easy for me to really think about where I actually was and try to find something that fit the duality of my life at the time a little bit better. In your decision that you made, you know, who are some of those influences? The biggest one that's the most the most consistent is a guy who's kind of a big brother to me now. He goes by Mega Ran. He was really kind of making a lot of noise and pioneering this being an actual hip-hop sounding guy who really, really blatantly raps about video games when I was in college. We're good friends now, but at the time, you know, I discovered him. I think my senior year in college, I was listening to the Carter Four and I was on the iTunes charts and I saw this graphic that looked like Final Fantasy VII and it was on the rap charts and I was like, what is this? And it was a Final Fantasy VII themed rap album. <laughs> and it was like top 15 on the iTunes rap charts at the time. And I was like, this is crazy. And I had secretly been making my like little secret video game and anime raps and I didn't think anybody wanted to hear. And that inspired me to actually start putting those out. But before that, you know, I was really inspired by all the rappers that a lot of people in their late 20s and early 30s might be inspired by in hip-hop, like, you know, Jay and Nas and M. Uh, I was really inspired by Lupe Fiasco. And on the trombone side, I was really inspired by um, J.J. Johnson and Kai Winding, Bill Waltris and Wyclef Gordon. My experience and how my time playing, role-playing video games and watching various shonen anime made me feel stuck with me from a songwriting perspective and all that kind of started mashing together at some point. We talked about this a little bit off air. Talk about the importance of black folks and anime. It's an often forgotten piece of the history and I feel like we need to celebrate that more. There's so much that I feel like should be celebrated that we don't talk about. Yeah, that's a great question, Arthur a great topic. I think it's a huge topic. We probably don't have like time to super, super dive deep in, but I know that a lot of Black America is a story of overcoming, you know, for the entire history of this country. And a lot of shonen anime center on a main character who one or both parents are gone and they come through all this hardship, like an underdog overcoming and becoming strong and powerful against all odds. That's like the basic premise of pretty much every show in anime that i can think of and that's very relatable so a lot of 90s and 2000s black youth latched onto that for obvious reasons and what's been awesome to see in the last few years really especially since i've been doing what i've been doing performing anime conventions all over the u.s sidebar is part of a thing called the nerdy people of color collective or npcc there are multiple groups who just buy doing what we do have inspired people to be more open about this fandom in these spaces that were traditionally gatekept by, you know, straight white guys 
who are nerds. And I think in a lot of senses, tried to protect the space that they had carved out for themselves without any inclusivity. But a lot of these spaces are becoming a lot more colorful. If you see, you know, really in the last five to 10 years, a lot of very diverse convention populations full of a lot more marginalized people. And it's starting to get talked about a lot more, I'd say, in the last eight years or so. Man, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Kadesh, you're one of my favorite musicians in this town. And to see where you have gone, I'm just so happy you've made that decision to keep doing this. Are you happy as well? Are you as happy as I am, <laughs> is my question. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful to be doing what I'm doing. I alluded to this earlier, but I've run away from music multiple times. Even after taking the CERN job and knowing I was going to try to explore myself musically, I ran away again because I was trying to be a good corporate employee. And I kind of got forced into this path that I'm in now where, you know, I do music full time. And the more mainstream stuff that I do is actually side job work. It's so cool to be here. And it's really wild to see what can happen when you actually, you know, step out on a little faith and just try to put the work in to do what you see for yourself and what is occurring inside of you to do. So I'm really glad to be here. All right, Kadesh, plug them handles. How can folks get a hold of you? Everything for Kadesh Flow is at Kadesh Flow. That is at K-A-D-E-S-H-F-L-O-W or slash Kadesh Flow, depending on the platform. Kadesh, I tell you what, if we're on Tatooine, if we're specifically at Mos Eisley, I want you to know you are my cantina band. You by yourself, <laughs> my brother. I want you to know that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> what are we going to send these folks home with? Hit play on one of your tracks. Break it down. One of the more important tracks that I have that is kind of a crowd hit when I perform it is this song called Forgot About Me. And it's inspired in part by Gohan from the Dragon Ball universe. I relate to him heavily being from a family of warriors, but his mom pushed him academically. And he had to toe that line. You know, I'm from a family of college and in some cases pro football players. And I left that aside to be a band nerd. You know, there's some things I relate to, but I actually wrote it recovering from a mental breakdown that I had peak OG COVID having lost tens of thousands of dollars in bookings. And I was looking at a breakout year coming into 2020 that I'm still getting back, honestly, still working towards getting back to some of those that I lost. And I wrote Forgot About Me kind of to remind myself that I still got it. It's still cool. I can't forget who I am. It's still my time, even if it seems like it's not. Kadesh Flow on your KC Morning Show, my brother. You are appreciated. I appreciate you. I can't wait to see you tonight. Thank you, Hartzell. I appreciate you having me on the KC Morning Show. I'm so excited. When I was only a sprite, they called me the future. I knew they were used to seeing that much promise. So young, they were right. They knew when the time came, the kitty would fight. Everything anyone threw with me did not inhibit, but they give me life. Occasionally, I might complain and might cry. But look at the way in the moments my struggle be hit at the park like a mic drop swing. Anyone who's going after clout might think that all I ever cared about was the glory and the fame that I only ever lived for the bounce life brings. But my passion's always been academic, creative, divine as I hate it. But know that I'll get it and wreck it. And Piano dancer, try stepping the Anyone I love, I train and protect them. Mama always tried to keep me in the book. She's defective, but I needed to double up on the looks. All the homies had the praise of versatility. I can hit up my sickle heart right after she was rhythm me. Your multiplication tables, division, and ace of fables. You know I can save the planet. At least I can make a wager. You know that is on the way, and you can't even take out a kid. That's how I be talking. I look what I did. They expected me to be up next. I could quote them. Had me ace and test, but still taking these soldiers. Strongest nerd in the world is definitive. Swear I went super saying what well, think about the riveters. When I went to, I hit it the way planet was given. And after we studied logarithm, returns to dividends. You and I get a synonym. I'm earning victory bombs. Why rip it for Durag history, mine? We all gonna be fake.
talk about me Still got the drip though I lost my key Looking like a roll with the Sopranos You might get clipped but I go on a high note Got a lot of power in my fist Come with Thanos Might have got scrunny for the books like bricks But you know my favorite wind instrument Gonna get me back on fire like lava You've been doubting the potential house inside my mental That despite the fact my father's mentioned How my ceiling's not existed Like my pop and lost credentials Want to stop pretending my career would ever top I wish to rain and let my inner power lift me to the heights They always thought to get to I've become a stop of all the issues Never about ability Pull the Vidal or a Coco Amaguri Unless you heroes from hell or present a case to jury My people do well, doesn't matter what we do We are not monolithic When I try to climb to the top, I'm gifted But the power's not gonna stop I'm prolific, need help I'm the guy for the job, don't forget it You remember when the microorganism came Said the way they put someone to run his fade And I ran that, we went on an up and overcame Like I came back 